0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: You make me feel mighty real, everybody. Welcome to the football ramble. Timo Pukki scored a beauty, and Leeds got a last gasp win. It's Wednesday, first of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell, and I'm Pete Donaldson.
2: Just realised Advent's underway, Jim. Yeah, same. I yeah. had a, I had my licorice calendar this morning. Ah. Three little chunks of licorice for PD in the morning. Oh, mm. so each
3: window has three bits in it. Yep, that three is bits luxury. It. Yeah, big calendar. Do they have booze in?
2: No, licorice. Just an exclusively licorice <laughs> calendar.
3: Okay. All right. Yeah. Think, yeah, you thinking... could probably
1: get licoricey booze,
3: but I don't think. <laughs> Nina no,
1: rum it. punch. The <laughs> first of the month. <laughs> 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 How about that, everybody? Well, Peter. You'll be pleased to know that Newcastle are undefeated in December (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thus far. Uh, They got a draw, one all draw at home to Norwich last night.
2: Um, uh, Where do we begin? How dare the big six... Dean to to kind of create a Super League and sort of say, we have created all these memorable Premier League moments. We do this every fucking week. Newcastle like Gigi (laughs) Allen mixed with Bruno Mars mixed with George Gershwin. We are just absolute top of the table entertainment every week. There's always something
3: sweet happening. You missed out Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. (laughs) It was entertaining. But not in a way that had anything to do with anything that happened in the game. No. So, no. Wouldn't you argue? <laughs> well. Are you saying the entertainers are back? Is that what you're
1: saying? Yeah, I'm just
2: glad Kieran Clark got a new contract in February. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That, so I think should we
1: start there? I think we have to, Jim. I think we have to start there. Uh, yes, uh, sent off after nine minutes in a crucial uh, bottom of the league game for a foul on, on <laughs> team. Come <MVP>. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> <What>
3: was <laughs> there? it was a touch, sort of, uh, more <laughs> combat about it. It was just bizarre, wasn't it? Like, just. I am sure everybody everybody listening saw it but he just tugged his shirt when he threw on goal it's like it's it's one of those moments where you go like that hat surely that's a red what is what has he done there yeah. what you, your brain takes a moment to catch up with it because it seems so silly
1: and it's so early on in the game as well i mean I, and they didn't have a lead you know there's so yeah. it was 10 minutes to go they were 1-0 up and all that kind of stuff you sort of think like he couldn't be bothered to speed up yeah, it might <laughs> actually chase him <laughs>
3: i thought i might get away with this did one. he perhaps not realise he was the last man.
1: I, I think it's one of those instinct things. You see yeah. footballers sometimes do it. You,
2: you get once in a while... It makes it worse, though, because he had an attending defender. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but it. but
1: you get these once in a while where where someone will do a really obscure handball Yeah. when the ball goes past them and they just stick out a hand. Yeah. It, it, just one of those things, I think, that it was a, a bit of sort of strange instinct sort of took over. And they were down to, to 10 men, Peter, so early on in the game. Were you worried at that point?
2: I thought, uh, here we go. <laughs> this will test you. It, it was really nice because it was. Would've, it would have been nice to see what Eddie Howe could do with that team. A mm. uh, firing Joy Linton, like he is. Yeah, he's turned him in three weeks mm. into something approaching. Yeah. If not a £30 million, 40 million pound footballer, a footballer befitting
3: a position in a Premier League side. Mm-hmm. He's
2: been brilliant that, since that Eddie Howe joined the club. That is the highest
3: praise I've ever heard you, <laughs> probably given you, a Newcastle player. He looks like he belongs in the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, don't revoke yeah. his licence. Uh, but, but also, getting
2: performances at a big John Joe Shelby, who was man of the match. Well, I I don't agree with that man of the match performance. I Why? think it was Joe Linton, but um, and and certainly Joe Linton had a big part to play. I think both matches last night. Mm. Uh, showed that if you give the referee absolute pelters and tear strips off him, mm-hmm. uh, VAR calls have to be made. So I can see, six months down the yeah. line, mm-hmm. us teams starting to go, you know what, if I just give, if we just surround the referee and go absolutely crazy, yeah. VAR will have to be called. In sharp contrast, contrast to what we saw at, um, at Arsenal at the weekend, mm-hmm. there were kind of some situations where there could have been a penalty called, but with a different crowd, they didn't manage to get no, it. But VAR do check those ones, though. They didn't in the situations that were the, at the weekend. They sometimes don't check those uh, situations. So I think it ah, the that <laughs> In the Leeds match, it was way more clear cut, obviously. Yeah. But in that, I think the way Joe Linton just went absolutely crazy mm. at the ref, it, there was no way he wasn't going to call a VA. So we're, just going, VAR so we're just
1: going to be back to what we've got. What Pretty we much, before, yeah. yeah.
2: Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So pr- pressure on the referees. That's what you've got to do. <laughs> uh, oh, well, fair enough.
1: Well, John Shelby did make a, a weird point about uh, Clark getting sent off he said he probably earned us the point in the end cultured footballer thick, thick man yeah. I think is very much <laughs> this is one of these shot blanket <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is one of these uh, things uh, where people say well sometimes teams play better with 10 men
3: yeah it's I remember a trying one, it does make it harder though doesn't it I yeah. you? Uh, you don't, if it well, had been 11 of us we'd have tried to win and you know what happens when we yeah. do that yeah <laughs>
2: I've watched MacGyver loads of times, and he's made like a house block with a safety pin. That's <laughs> true.
1: That is very true. Uh, MacGyver could carry a whole football team if mm. he chose to turn his hand to that, which we hope he does one day. But, uh, but uh, I mean, Alan Shearer said he was—he's scared stiff of Newcastle's defending. But in this game, you know, I okay, came Norwich down there with them, but mm.
3: they did have a bit of fighting, a bit of—they uh, were a bit resolute. They did actually. I was shocked at quite how bad Norwich were because we've seen them have a little bit of a mm. b- bit mm. of an upturn under under Dean Smith, but they seemed really bereft of any ideas. And well, also Smith was really really he? just slow and sluggish, mm. and they didn't take the game to Newcastle at all maybe yeah. they were trying to be too patient but well, to the Newcastle looked more likely to win it I thought yeah well to the point of Jim the cameras
1: appear to catch Delia Smith falling asleep during the game mm. so you've got <laughs> Delia falling asleep Dean Smith saying he thought that it was their worst performance I think in the, in the in the few games and the handful of games he's been there so it all feeds into your point absolutely you must be feeling pretty smug right now <laughs> I am feeling pretty clever <laughs> yeah indeed did you,
2: did you see the uh, big flag that uh, War Flags uh, put out the Gallagher Flags um, right. put out at, at, at Jesus Park of Eddie Howe's one of Eddie Howe's um, Mm. inspirational messages make each day your masterpiece and I just when Clark pulled it (laughs) make each day your masterpiece put that
0: on
1: a
2: bit of driftwood stick it in your kitchen beautiful Yeah. (laughs)
1: live every day like it's the last alright I'll get sent off then is it Prosecco time beautiful Uh, Dubravka had a good game, Peter. He tends to do. He made a couple of vital saves. Uh, he
2: did. People, people were criticising him for putting the ball back in the path of, of, of um, a footballer, a Norwich Pookie. footballer. For, for, well, it came in for Pookie, didn't it afterwards? Oh, so oh it look,
1: Eduard Mendy did that and he won an <laughs> award the other day. Well, you know? I
2: think I think that uh, they're forgetting that Dubravka has no confidence in his back four. So yeah. he just wants it well away. <laughs> just, from, just, he doesn't just, even that. trust them on a corner. So That's... let's just put it back in the 18-yard box and see what rings <laughs> out. That yeah. round thing, he hates
3: that. <laughs> Just get rid, yeah.
2: yeah. But uh, he, he 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 didn't want uh, the criticism that he got, I think, on uh, socials. But socials are very different to yeah. people in in the crowd. And and Andy Brussel, uh, who I believe is at the match last night, mm. he sort of said that the difference in reaction to people who are watching on television mm-hmm. versus the people in the actual uh, stadium. Yeah. Um. And he saw a lot of good things or some good things. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. Uh, last night in Newcastle, and if they beat Burnley at the weekend, who knows? I mean, what's that? Three three. One point from from um, from safe. Well, they've, they've
1: yeah, they've they've yet to win a game this season, but mm. definitely under hell, things are improving. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt about oh, it I love I it. Thought I thought they were it.
3: actually they were they were pretty good against mm. Arsenal in the first half, in particular. Um, they just look a lot more organised, don't they? And they they don't they. Under Bruce, you could see they—they they were just bereft. There was no inspiration there. They were—they really? were just like sort of going through the motions, almost career-wise. Give it Alan. Like, look. yeah, <laughs> but it's they—they <laughs> they do look a lot more um, like there's a plan, and it is a—it is still sort of damage limitation, isn't it? But it's—it's it's definitely a step in the right direction. As you say, one win, that does that. I mean, that that puts them. Are they are they wor- Are they,
2: you know, considerably worse than the play- than, than the players above than the teams above them? I don't think they are. Oh, they
1: they
3: they can get out of this, but will they, Peter? Will they? That is the different. different Stats are against them. Stats stats are against against them. Uh, They they are, but this is a curious one, isn't it? Because I know what you're about to refer to, which is that um, you know no team, essentially, who's been in a situation like this where they've failed to win in their first 14 has ever stayed up. And I know Eddie Howe is playing down like a big transfer window, but I think he's always going to do that because mm. it's tactically advantageous to for, for everyone to do that. But mm. like Philip Pettino, the man to get them out of <laughs> this? Yeah, well exactly. If you want they need someone to dig in. <laughs> um but I think it's it's a strange anomaly in that they are suddenly A like, wash of th- money, yeah. Exactly. But,
2: but working against that Jim, is that Eddie Howe is notably shit at spending it. <laughs> this is true.
3: This is true.
1: I think that's but we'll
2: I, I think some of the signings he made for Bournemouth were there was potential there. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, Tyron yeah. Mings was one that it didn't quite work yeah, out. Joe Nye and uh, mm. one or two others. People thought they had a bit of quality, and, and maybe they still might. You never mm. know. Um, but they they, they didn't under Howe, of course. But uh, Dean Smith called the penalty decision.
2: Pathetic, pathetic.
1: Uh, he was very angry. Uh, to me, I thought that was a penalty. Agreed. Mm-hmm. We're all agreed yeah. there. Yeah, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, he, he uh, yeah. Um, uh, Billy Gilmore got a hand uh, on the ball, not as strong a hand as a
2: uh, 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 Krill, of course, who nearly mm, saved it, mm. but it. But it, but but the ball went in. He must. I, I know Krill's cracking on massively, but he would be a great substitute mm. goalkeeper. For any team that would really be bad at serving pens. Because he's just it's all he does, really. He scares well, the shit
3: out of you.
2: You and Lou Bring Van agree with this. You remember when he was brought on in the World Cup? I, he he's just got that kind of history. He's got that kind of reputation that puts the willies up people. Yes. Absolute willies. Uh-huh. Mind what you do with your willies, deep, though. Your deep willies. <laughs> deep, unyielding. Uh-huh. Thrusting willies. Absolutely. Really does. It's time to move no, on. No, no, no. All no, no, right, go, go, around. go, Talk more about Willie's, please. I'm all right, thanks. Okay, all right. Are you ready to
1: move on I'm to spent. Leeds versus
2: Christopher? Just need a little sleep. Cigarette. <laughs> uh,
1: Leeds beat Crystal Palace 1-0, uh, of course. Uh, Bielsa said, uh, Always a victory brings happiness. And in a human group, happiness is indispensable. Another
3: which... another fridge magnet. Yeah. Well, it suggests to me that <laughs> What's he's... happening to these men? Does he usually work with robots, Jim? I don't know. Oh. Probably not, because robots don't live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. That's very true. Um, <laughs> uh, but... Prime directive, live, laugh, love.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Rafinha got the goal, of course, for Leeds United. He did a John Joe Selvey uh, and was awarded Man of the Match. Hmm. Um, so well done to him. Scored in the 93rd.
3: Uh, uh, sorry, we're not referring to being... Ganging up, you know, man, man, man. Matches <laughs> doing a John Joe Shelby ever again, Marcus. I'm just <laughs> nip that in the bud now. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> what <We'll laughs> if he see. continues? Yeah, we
1: will. Oh, what if he, yeah. We will. What if John Joe thrusts the willies up all of us and wins it <laughs> uh, on yes. and on? Who knows? Um But yes, uh, <laughs> he scored in the 93rd minute from the penalty spot. Uh It was that, a risky penalty. He did a was it? Fair? Staggered run up, and he didn't mm, put it quite in the corner, no. but it was
3: enough. To get the ball in the back yeah. of the net. Mm. I don't know, when it's, it's all it takes when it's someone like Rafinha. Yeah. because he's so confident. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't fear the stuttering run up from him. <laughs> I know what you mean. But then if they get it wrong once, some players, then it can then
1: then it becomes we, a thing. We can see well was Jorginho obviously scored against Manchester United, but would missed a couple Not against England though. Not against England, <laughs> but he missed that crucial one against Switzerland. But but I remember Mario Balotelli, who was so good at penalties. Then he missed one, and he missed another one. And mm. he, oh, suddenly, it became a thing. Um, but but he's uh, up there with Ivan Tony at the moment, with confident penalty takers. <laughs> yeah. Tony's just magnificent. I think That's his record. Brilliant. I think
2: his record's a bit better than Rafinha's. But <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: maybe. But uh, but Rafinha, though. I mean, w- when he's on one, yeah. he is he's one of the most player. ent- entertaining players uh, in the league. You Definitely. would say. He scored six of Leeds' thirteen goals in the league this season and what was quite nice is that old Patti Vieira agreed that it was a penalty and opposition managers going yeah well if it was up the other yeah. end I would have wanted it so yeah no, I, I mean it, was, it a was though wasn't it yeah. it was, so, it was like, a very penalty I know but how many managers to, would not <laughs> a, yeah, it was just a funny thing to it do yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a shame for Palace though because they they probably deserved a point although missed chances at both end Christian Penteke yeah. yeah he's been among
2: the goals of late Oh, what I, I think Palace are kind of characterized by just bad decision making all of the time. When well, they're bad they they, I think they... He decided to miss. <laughs> no, not good enough yeah, for you like fit players are and stuff. They just not they they seem to do everything right and mm. then just the, the last minute they go I'm going to pass it over there. There's no one there, John. <laughs> There's just no one there. <laughs> I saw them. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's like watching Peter Beasley play for Hartley first. Like Peter at Newcastle United, yeah. you might have had a runner. You might have had yeah, Keith Gillespie yeah, yeah, yeah. up the wing. Absolutely. But you ain't got him there.
1: at Paul. <laughs> he sees things that we don't <laughs> <laughs> but actually in this is in this instance we're the right ones no yeah Peter basically <laughs> he says things, things that we don't <laughs> Ooh, yeah. less it about that the better of course uh, but Palace they've conceded three goals in stoppage time this season drop points you know so they, they they need to remember that it's not just 90 minutes they need to go for Jim they need to go that little bit extra but Palace have been good they'll they they, they they'll, they'll go away and think right okay we should have got a draw could have got a win on another day um, but Pete makes an interesting point when, he, when, when, when talking about the decision making that is the difference isn't it between the top sides and the, and the, and the yeah. bottom sides? Um, but it is interesting what Vieira is doing there. So, so we, uh, we, we, we've been enjoying Palace, I think, this season. At uh, Leeds, are now up to 15th above Southampton and Watford. Uh, Palace are uh, uh, just a point ahead of them. Who's gonna get sucked in?
2: Who's gonna, gonna get, get sucked, sucked in? in? Who Who's do we fancy? Get sucked
3: in. What do you reckon? <laughs> Southampton,
1: uh... Jim, Southampton. For the, right. for the sake of Luke Moore, I Southampton?
3: Bet, are Southampton not already sucked in? Well. How strong is the suck
1: at this time of uh, yeah. the, the, the season? I think, I think it depends. Who
3: looks like they've got the willies up them? Mm. And then we can determine how strong the suck is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, Norwich are 18th on 10 points. Yeah, Brentford, Norwich are in there. Yeah, Brentford are only um on 16 points and they're in 11th. So it's far too early to see mm. how sucky this quagmire is going to be, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Brentford have got a bit of swagger though. Yeah. I'm not I don't think Brentford will be in trouble, but I just it's they're not that many points above it. Uh, all right gentlemen, before we go uh, for a break, let's turn our attention to international football
1: uh, because uh, the uh, Lionesses beat Latvia 20-0 last night. England 20, Latvia Nil England women with their biggest ever win. Um, I mean, putting those slugs to the sword, Jimbo,
0: come on! Yeah.
3: Slug more like. four hat tricks. I mean, it's was said after the game that this essentially helps no one, uh, and they, they <laughs> we said that after, after yeah. uh, England won 10 0 as well. The, yeah, yeah men, men's side. Uh-huh.
1: Well, Ellen White, she needed one goal to beat Kelly Smith's England all time uh, 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 record as top goal scorer, and she ended up scoring a hat trick. So,
2: well done to Ellen White. Yeah, yeah. I, it was weird. Like, it was some of the goals you were like, right, because the, the keepers kind of planted her foot in, in the wrong position and not really, and, and maybe she doesn't have a, a massive kind of uh, wingspan, but. A lot of them were just... The defence was just absolutely atrocious. Yeah. It wasn't even... I felt really sorry for the Cape. It was just like... It, it was just so unnecessary, some of the goals. Mm. Just mark up. Yeah, mark yeah. up at a bloody corner. Still 20-0. 20-0. Uh-huh. Have some of that. <laughs> having that. Look at his little face. <laughs> that little face. <laughs>
1: oh, dear. Oh, one more point to have before we go to the break, actually. Um, did you see Exeter beat Bradford 2-1 in the FA Cup last night? Mm. In the longest FA Cup tie since the 1990s. What? This is quite nice, isn't it? It was a replay of a replay after Exeter won the first replay, 3-0 an extra time uh, last time out, but they made six subs, which is very silly and naughty. <laughs> um, they gave Bradford fans uh, free entry because they'd made the 600-mile round trip all over again. Uh, but they still won Exeter. They won 2-1. So well done to them. Yeah. There we are. All right, everybody. It's time for a break.
0: If you look at the game overall, probably took us 15, 20 minutes at least to get into the game or to get to grips with Millwall and their shape and what they've done. But then probably in the the game was probably, the goal was probably <laughs> against the run of play. Yeah. It was our best spell. We just hit the foot of the post and then we have the disappointment of the goal and that's part of it. You know, we're still brand new.
2: Welcome back to the Football Rival, everybody. Dried onion of a voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's Wednesday. That means it's time for Pep Talks.
0: We are so, so happy. We're so happy. We are so happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. We are so happy. I'm so
2: happy. We are so happy. Sit down. Nobody talk! Sit down. We drink wine and relax. It's pep talks, everybody. Pep Talks. over to you, Pete Donaldson. It's time for a pep talk from Finley. Hey, Finley. Hey, Ramblers. I was wondering if you have any pets or experience with animals. I've just moved into a new house share, and the houses in the area all co-own a cat called Ralph. Caught on. Mm, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's paying the vet bill there? <laughs> okay. Who's taking the hit on that one? He's really sweet and often appears at the back door looking all cute, wanting to be let in. The only problem is that whenever I do let him in, he proceeds to attack me. I've been bitten, scratched, swiped at and jumped on. Uh, do you have any advice for uh, what I should do? Do I let him in? And if so, how do I repel him without injuring him? <laughs> oh,
3: Ralph. Oh, water. Ralph. Use water. Can Don't you sell let- a super soaker?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Don't let Ralph in the house. Yeah, sounds yeah. like. Well, I'm... So I have had a similar situation in the past um, with a, a with cat a cat known locally as Tesco cat because the cat <laughs> hangs out in Tesco for right. some reason. Mm. But I've not seen her in a while. I think she's been lazy in the in the winter or mm. is dead. Yep. Let's hope not. But mm. who knows? It's quite a old Tesco. Um, but um, Tesco cat doesn't really scratch or attack me, so I, mm. I, don't, I don't. know. Right. Um, Do you, wear, you scratch like, or attack it? Put, put magazines around your arms. Yeah, so that you, like the, the scratches don't matter. Mm-hmm. Don't feed the cat, obviously, because it is someone's cat. Uh, it's really important not to do that, isn't it? Oh, is that right? Yeah, because then they just they just get overweight. Um, well, I've, like I've, it's a big problem with cats. They I've, get fed in loads of different places. Yeah, okay. and it's not good for them. I've, well, the cats I've, should be disciplined. I've, <laughs> how, I, I, yeah? you, <laughs> well, how would you do that? How do you discipline a cat? Well, it's up to them. check chickens right. BMI? <laughs> I don't know. I, I th- work for
2: Hatem Ben Arfa. It's not for Hatem Cat Arfa, is it? That's true. <laughs> ah, you've got me Hatem there. Hatem Ben Arfa. I, I, Hatem <laughs> ben Arfa. Shit. Sure. Oh no. Two shows in a week. Silly. What happens,
1: Peter? is is the cat called Ralph because it's an interim cat you know they all sort of have <laughs> yes. inter- 6 months or something like that <laughs> i don't know uh so what's the advice magazines around the arm yeah that might be a bit extreme um i think a a, a water pistol with a bit of force should do the job <laughs> peter anything uh, from just you just explain its faults what about really getting it said what about that Take a leaf out of that woman with the wheelie bin or get
2: him that... in the bin, Captain Remember Captain Lady Lady? That was yeah. oh, I wish we were bullied
3: about Captain <laughs> yeah, Lady I, now. I miss that news cycle. I <laughs> <Yeah>, really do. <laughs> Captain Lady yeah, yeah, blimey O'Reilly uh, Jim, have you got a, a, a I do, I have a problem oh, uh, no. From Ibrahima Greetings Ramblers From Wintry, New Jersey In the US My name is Ibrahima And I have a dilemma I'm going to a <laughs> wedding soon And I'm going to be The best man at the wedding I've got my tux And everything needed For the wedding However, I am a fan Of wearing tuxes And no, I look good in them Like amazingly good <laughs> It right. is the one time I actually ever get dressed up And go all out Problem is the groom Is not a big fan of tuxes And does not wear them often So, my question is Do I purposely tone down the sexy, no. knowing that he isn't big on wearing tuxedos, or do I say, screw it and bring my A-game regardless? Best w- <laughs> best which is, tuxedo man. I think you know what we think. Yes. Is. Turn up the sexy.
1: <laughs> always
2: turn it up. Florian yeah. Torvan arriving at St. James's Park in a full Damn bloody right. yeah. uh, uh,
3: tux. One thing I've always found with with people who are planning weddings, if they have very, very specific desires mm. that they ask you to do, they actually end up loving it if you completely ignore them. So, is that uh, true? No, I've been told? Not, not, oh right, not, okay, right. Not. I told so, you to wear clothes, Jim, and you. Uh, it was, you, uh, you know, I was disappointed. I, I will be myself when I want to, <laughs> Marcus. Um, so yeah, I think if if you if the groomer said, "Don't do it, don't do it." You're the best man, right? Yeah. You're meant to be supportive that day. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't make one of those little, don't do one of those little things that's going to annoy him all day. <laughs> that uh, is, that is true. Uh, yeah. That, uh, you've, you know, I I'd hate the, somebody having to tone
1: down
2: the sexy gym. Well, mm. I know. But I suppose it is. You hit sexy getting kind of constrained.
3: Yes, exactly. They yeah. let not let run wild and free. Have <laughs> a tuxedo stag?
1: Yeah. <laughs> tuxedo stag rather. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um so what what are we saying then? So we he needs to tone it down. Y- yeah. yeah. Find another way. I think yeah. if you way. if you're
3: planning the, the stag or the bachelor party, whatever they whatever they call it um in the US, um, make that tuxedo themed. So you all get your your sexy tuxedo day. Yeah. Mm. And then on the wedding. You know, it's it's his time to shine. I, I like that. I think that's the solution. That, that That's
1: the first sort of genuine solution I think we've had on these pep talks, which <laughs> <laughs> has any sort of value. Well done, Jim. Uh, there we are. If you've got any uh, questions for us, however bizarre, send them in and we will try to get to them every Wednesday. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Now, gentlemen, we move uh, on to the good people at FIFA. Um, have you heard of a thing called automated offside? I have now. Uh, I have now. <laughs> <laughs> it is as it sounds. Yeah, they've been trialling uh, sort of semi-automated offsides for two years. We've mentioned this before. Mm. Uh, last night, it got a first public run-out in the Arab Cup in Qatar. The idea is that it will be more accurate than the current VAR system, improving the precision of the kick point, and the player's skeleton will be modelled to identify which part of a player's body is furthest forward. Is this going too far?
3: Well, if it if it improves the decisions and it can be done quickly, I think that it's welcome, isn't it? But it be there be no one to be angry at. Yeah, All <laughs> well, a bloody singularity getting it wrong again! Bring There's, me the skeleton of a footballer. We need yeah. to test this thing. <laughs> also, There's, there is still going to be a, a, a like a human being checking those. decisions. because yeah, there always there, is
2: so. isn't there, I guess. Yeah. Kind of stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I mean, look, th- that that is the perfect, uh, not perfect. You know, like when VR came in, we were mm. like, well, we didn't we didn't need it for this reason, we didn't need it for that reason, but. Offside, it's a binary decision. Um, I guess the offside they can tell you whether you're offside or not can the AI uh, looped uh, deep learning kind of mm. tell us whether phases of play and all that business and you know all that can it tell us can it go as advanced as that or is it just a binary that was offside that was onside yeah well this is it if because
3: we don't want the toenails and the armpits and stuff if it ends sci-fi. there
2: I think if it ends there you can get a decision literally instantaneously I think that's a, a fair application of technology in a game that is just hurtling towards more and more of this sort of thing so I'm I'm for it mm-hmm. in principle in principle Principle. Thank you, know. Arsene. We, sh- <laughs> well,
1: we shall see. Well, ten of the sixteen goals disallowed in the Premier League this season have been because of offside.
3: Mm. I'm surprised it's that low.
1: Yeah, I mean, did, I mean, the figure was with um, with referees' assistance, something like? All the officials would get sort of 90 odd percent. Was it 92 or 93 yeah. percent of, of decisions correct? But we wanted that extra 7 or 8 <laughs> percent. And my goodness, this is a step in the right direction to getting that extra percentage, mm. everybody. Um, so uh, not too shabby uh, at all. Tonight in the Premier League, there are six games including the Merseyside Derby. Um... It's uh, it's an interesting one, but before we actually talk on that, sad news about Ray Kennedy's passing yesterday. Mm-hmm. At age of seventy, three-time European Cup winner with Liverpool. Um, Three times, I mean, come on, it's not too shabby, is it? Uh, no doubt, obviously, there'll be tributes uh, to him at the game tomorrow. Um, but it's a very important game for for Rafa Benitez and Everton. Uh, Benitez has asked Everton fans for patience, and he's insisted that Everton can put things right. In the Merseyside derby, and everything can change, and other such quotes from him um, after their loss against Brentford on the weekend. Agent Rafa and Benita's out were trending. Um, <laughs> Agent Rafa was particularly amusing, uh, yeah. I felt.
3: Uh, but he's, you know, he's, he's he's back in the big leagues, Jim, and this is the kind of pressure that you have to deal with. Yeah, I'm surprised it's, um, that they've got to sort of a crisis point like this so quickly. I know they've they've been really hit hard with injuries probably mm. as much as anyone in the league if not, if not clearly the team who've been affected most by it but you know they've had time to try and adjust to that and try and like come up with alternatives and it just does not seem to be working does it but all, all um, that money they spent like
2: three well four four or five years ago and yeah. then they're relying on a injured Salomon
3: Rompton well, to lead the line well it's coming to bite them now <laughs> isn't it because of the the, the amount of money they spent and and the application of um FFP essentially mm. so um it's it's a, it's a difficult ask mm. it's a very very he's like constrained quite a lot, Benitez, and we've seen he can actually work wonders uh, when he's under those conditions because of of how he did it at Newcastle. But I think that's you it's know, very different. That a very different expectation, absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's it's not unreasonable to expect it to be better as well from mm-hmm. from Everton fans. So a far more demanding club mm. than than the present Newcastle.
1: Uh, if <laughs> Rafa used to manage in China, and there was something the other day that uh, that um, us at the Football Ramble HQ uh, noticed that in China in the nineteen eighty five championship. Mm. Apparently, headers counted as two goals. Oh, I like
3: that in the table. And so, it counted as two goals when it came towards, when it came to goal difference in the table. Yeah, you know, that's not when you're in. Isn't right, that
1: okay. weird? And I thought to myself, did Rafa think that was the case? Which is why he signed Solomon Rondon <laughs> when he went out there. Yeah. Um, and clubs were also awarded a bonus point for each player selected to be in the national team. <laughs> and now, I mean, I, uh, yeah. So again, did he sign? Did he think it was their national team? So Rondon, you know, he's the best Venezuelan player. He's going to get loads of caps there. (laughs) Maybe that was his thinking. I don't know. But I did quite like that. But um, Benitez was asked how he would feel if Liverpool fans sung his name at Goodison Park. And he said, the fans know me. They appreciate what I have done over there. And now they appreciate I'm a blue. I want to win. And I will try to win fighting talk Peter <laughs> fighting, <laughs> fighting talk, talk he is he? leading them into war isn't yeah. he I <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you fear for Rafa at Everton I mean this is they're, they're playing a the Liverpool side who have been playing some great stuff yeah. at the moment mm. Everton are not good I know most of the games between these two at Goodison Park in recent years have ended in draws but Everton haven't won this fixture at Goodison Park for a long time mm. yes he's right when he says everything
2: can change and it's a good opportunity to do so
1: but you're playing a much better side
2: well Klopp doesn't like this particular fixture because he says it's too Physical, so physical. who knows? Yeah, might have a lot of injuries.
1: Yeah, we might get through that way. Is that him basically trying to tell everybody to calm down and not get <laughs> his main players injured, like yeah. has, has pretty happened pretty before? Much, yeah. uh, but speaking of injuries, um, Tom Davis, Yerry and Dominic calvert luna are still out. It's uh, not ideal. I mean, they, they, yeah. they, these
2: are first-team players. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, elsewhere in the Premier League tonight, Brighton go to West Ham. Um, face a tough test because a survey has revealed that West Ham fans are the most flatulent in the league. (laughs) The survey showed that the Hammers fans are apparently doing up to 12 farts per
3: game. Who did this survey? (laughs) What is going on? Jelly deals, mate. (laughs) Makes you fart. Maybe. I mean, a certain type of person is... (laughs) It passes a threshold where they're actually proud of their own flatulence. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Could, could these fans yeah. be talking
1: that up? Maybe. Well, more than 90% of Premier League fans surveyed admitted to letting one out. But the average <laughs> was only six passing of wins per match, which is half the flatulence. And Newcastle was second with 11 per match. Brighton, bottom of
2: the table with two. Were they Are
1: mm-hmm. doing that for
3: warmth in the northeast.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. They talk about having their shirt off. Yeah, but uh,
3: got you need got a warm f- gusset.
2: Oh, <laughs> it, 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 it's just
1: awful business, isn't it? It really is a shame. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. Let's finish talking about Aston Villa versus Man City then to, to, to sort of save something. <laughs> uh, Steven Gerrard first proper test, Jim, in the hot seat Aston Villa because he said this, didn't he? After two wins yeah. it, at the start of his uh, Villa reign, they, 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 they joked around and said, "Right, it's easy this." And he went, "Yeah, Man City on Wednesday, though."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fair play to him, though. What do you reckon? Can Gerrard mastermind a performance? Um, well,
3: I think it's a big ask, isn't it? It's a huge city. Ask. Are ruthlessly mm-hmm. consistent, although they've got their own injury problems. Actually, mm. I know, like you, you, they are. Built to weather that storm a lot more than anyone else, but it still it still stacks up. So you never know. You but never I, know. But
1: I feel though with Man City, though he sort of if you remove you know Jack Grealish from the field, like Bernardo Silva just sort of pops up exactly in his yeah. place. Mm. Then you remove him, and there's like oh there's Riyad Mahrez, and then yeah. you just keep going <laughs> exactly. And it's just it's not fair, is it? No, uh, it's not bloody fair. Um, but interesting though, we'll see how they get on, of course um, yeah. tonight. Um, and uh, oh, by the way. Thank you very much for everybody who joined us on Sunday on Green Room with myself and Andy Brattle. Luke dropped in as well. It was a good time on the on the Green Room app uh, on Spotify. Uh, we we did a little preview of, of the games. It's 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 like a, a live podcast, Jim, mm, isn't it? We can it is. We can say rude words and no one can edit
2: it out. Um, <laughs> it's like that live radio show we did about. God six years ago oh, on American, American Radio yeah. and literally every question was about um, Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yeah. mention his name and
3: all the switchboards lit up yeah, yeah, yeah. but
2: nobody wants to talk about Jose Mourinho this time which is great much no, better that's true. well
1: maybe we'll try and jam him into the into the chat because Jim and I are doing it all over again tomorrow yes uh, in the lead up to tomorrow's matches um, uh, with uh, Arsenal Manchester United of course Jim so we're going to be on the green room at about 6.45 uh, maybe we'll talk for sort of half an hour something like that so in the build up to the match which kicks off uh, at 730 and they'll so be
2: constantly pumping.
1: I said well for right right no malik
3: <laughs> oh no
1: um, hot uh, box. But of Mark <laughs> spells his hotbox. How dare you! Uh, but of course, the people can get involved on the chat. You know, if you want to request to speak to us, you you can jump in. We had um, I forget his name, but he was a Derby fan. Mm-hmm. He came on, ruined the chat. We were talking about <laughs> Chelsea versus Man United. I had to start going on about Derby, didn't he? I'm so sorry, sir. I forget your name, but his, his profile picture had a lovely suit on. I remember yeah. that. Lovely. This um, is the type of gravitas you could uh, you yeah. could find yourself having. Indeed, if you want to if you want to come at Jim and me, then come on, Green. <laughs> room, uh, on Thursday night tomorrow night uh, 6.45 but it's a really easy listen you can listen on your desktop or your mobile in one click just open up the Green Room app and search Football Ramble it's dead easy I know people say oh but I've got to download another app it'll take you two seconds it's free we have a lovely old time what are you moaning about exactly yeah but, uh, but knob <laughs> <laughs> um, in there there's there's chat with other uh, Ramble listeners and as I said you can put yourself forward for a chat with us as well it would be a lovely old time we'll have proper banter um, there we are thank you very much for listening to the football ramble today part of the Acast creator network of course on tomorrow's show Kate, Vish and Andy will be in your luggles until then thank you very much Jimmy you're welcome thank you Petey go and get your mooster uh, thank you everybody see you on Green Room